This week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by Newegg. Whether you're building a new computer, upgrading an existing one, or buying a finished system, Newegg has everything you need to do that. Processors, motherboards, and uh, RAM and power supplies, and then also, you know, closed products like laptops and computer monitors and things like that. Um, and they've got daily deals right now. They've got a... Uh, H an Acer HD gaming monitor with one millisecond refresh and AMD FreeSync uh, for one nineteen. It's a pretty good deal. Uh, and to find out all of the daily deals that are available and to see all of the products that they offer, you can go to pilchpoint.live/newegg. All right, so we've had talked. <laughs> on one topic a number of times since the beginning of the year. <laughs> we're going to break that that cycle tonight, right, Avram? Yes, we're not going to talk about Raspberry Pi. But but for those of you who who feel really uh who 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 really miss it, let's keep in mind that uh the 14th is coming up and that's Pi Day. Anyway, um <laughs> so uh, I wanted to talk about about a new technology that was just announced this week. We will not be seeing it for a lo- for quite a while, but it is something that's very interesting. USB four. Yes, we are getting to USB four now, everyone. The uh, for those unaware, we are still the current standard. This current level of USB that is the standard, and none of them have come out yet, is USB three point two. Uh, and the real advancement in USB 3.2 is that you can get um, USB 3.2 that uh, is dual channel and gives you 20 gigabit per second. That Devices like that we should see in 2019. USB 4, however, uh, the USB Promoter Group, which is the, group, the non-profit uh, group that comes out with the USB standard, uh, they, are ta- they are talking about um, mid-year, they're going to release the spec, and then companies that want to make devices based on USB four, they want to make controllers, they want to make, you know, they want to make peripherals, they want to make docks. They will have the spec, and you got to figure it's going to take them, you know, a, a good year or more uh, after that, twelve to eighteen months maybe, to come out with products. So. The best case scenario, I think, is you would see uh, products mid to end of 2020. Uh, but even then, my guess is it's going to be few and far between for a while. I mean, look how long it took for USB Type-C yeah. to become as popular as it is and still not as popular as it should be. Uh, but good news is we do have a lot to look forward to, and, and we got a fair amount of information. I got... Uh, once this was announced last week, I got on the phone with Brad Saunders, who's the CEO of the USB Promoter Group. Uh, talked to him for a while about what what their thinking is and and what the real benefits of USB four are going to be. So uh, one thing to know about USB four is that they've decided to spell it with creative spelling. I, however, Uh-oh. will not give in to this creative spelling. Um, they've decided to spell it USB four without a space between the B and the four. Uh, of course. Whereas they did. every other every other USB is you know like a version number, 
And the reason that they're doing that is because they want to they don't want people to get caught up in the version numbers. They don't want it to be 4.0. They don't want it to, to later come out with a 4.1. They want to kind of steer the message toward like this, you know, users don't have to think about what version they're getting now. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see how that pans out in real life. What they told me is they still haven't come up with their marketing strategy yet. So they may USB four might not actually be the full marketing name. It might be something like, you know, super duper speed USB because <laughs> right now USB three is super speed USB. So USB three and one three one and three two are considered super speed USB. And that is what they would prefer people call USB three. But uh, but we know that in, in real life most people don't call it that. So they could, what are the benefits? They could call it ultra speed because 4K yeah. is ultra HD. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Although <laughs> uh, at work we were saying the best name would be ludicrous speed. Because um, because anyway. then they could do the opposite of what uh what who was it uh was it Lenovo had had uh, T Pain as their as their spokesperson. Or Toshiba. Toshiba had T Pain as their as their spokesperson. They could have Ludacris as the spokesperson for USB four. Yeah, Ludacris Speed. Um, so the main benefits that that you will get from USB four is first of all, it can do up to forty gigabit per second maximum speed. Nice. So that makes it as fast as Thunderbolt three, which is kind of the, the fastest thing around these days means it's going to be good for really high speed things like using um, an external GPU, which I think, you know, external GPUs are, while well, sometimes some of the models are problematic, are really, really useful. If you've got an Ultrabook, really lightweight notebook, and it's got Thunderbolt 3 on it, you can, you know, you can take that, attach it to something with like a power, fairly powerful AMD or, or NVIDIA desktop card, and you could play games. Um, over that connection so or render video um, or render video there's just so much uh, cool stuff you could do of course you know also with 40 gigabit per second you could attach a really really fast external ssd yeah. um, uh, and and be able to keep up with it uh, the other thing it's going to do is it's going to actually be compatible with thunderbolt 3 devices possibly i should caveat that if you saw the headlines uh, when this came out last Monday, it was, oh, it's compatible with Thunderbolt 3. Well, sort of. The manufacturers will have the option to make their Thunder, to make their USB 4 ports compatible with Thunderbolt 3, oh. not the requirement to do so. So there we have something where I think, unfortunately, could lead to some uh, confusion yeah. because... You know, when you're getting this, do you know whether you're getting the one that has that is Thunderbolt three compatible? Right. Presumably, presumably they will probably want to put a Thunderbolt logo on it or something. In which case, then it will have to go through certification with Intel, just like Thunderbolt does now. So mm, I don't know. Is that going to make it just as onerous as being making your own Thunderbolt three uh, port? I don't know. Um, the other thing that it does, which is something that I believe Thunderbolt 3 does also, is it uh, dynamically Alex splits resources between video and data. So oh. if you want, if you are, one thing you can do with, uh, one thing you can do with USB 4 is you could send both data and, and, and say a HDMI or display link 
video signal over the same over the same wire and if the display uh, display port uh, signal signal for your monitor only needs like 20% of the bandwidth it'll give the other 80% of the bandwidth to that external SSD you're copying something to that's linked through the same hub but this now this is an improvement over what we have today because today we have something called USB alternate alternative mode and USB alternative mode yes you can output to display to a display port monitor or an HDMI monitor uh, from your uh, from a USB type C cable uh, but but uh, it doesn't do a good job of allocating dynamically allocating those resources if it's going over display port uh, according to what I heard from USB uh, promoter group is DisplayPort is a 50-50 split of, of data versus, you know, data versus video. Uh, if you have HDMI, you can only use HDMI in alternate mode. You can't use both HDMI and data at the same time. So uh, this is going to allow the uh, allow the, the port to be really smart and decide how much allocation to give to data transfer and how much to video. Um, nice. Other things to know about about this is that it is going to use USB type C ports only forget about um, using a type A port or a micro B or something okay. uh, it's going to come in three speeds 10 20 and 40 um, and it's of course going to be backward compatible with older devices like USB is famous for so you if you've got an old you know hard drive and you can use an adapter you can plug it to USB 4 and you can get a connection and it will work at the lowest common speed between sure. uh, the new port and the old one. Um, but keep in mind, uh, this probably isn't going to come for quite some time. Um, and it is also going to be more expensive for manufacturers to include than US than current USB 3.1, 3.2. So, you know, we expect that the first devices to have it will be premium devices. Yeah. That that sounds reasonable. Uh, obviously, anytime new technology comes about, especially when we're talking new ports, it almost never comes to the the consumer grade, the the standard grade product. It first, it usually starts at the the upper grade. But the really good news about this is that it kind of democratizes something that Thunderbolt three has been doing for a while, which is providing. A really fast connection that's 40 gigabit per second so now you could totally see for example there's no AMD system AMD powered system that has Thunderbolt in it you know I I don't know if it's physically impossible or you could do it with an anon chip but you don't find AMD systems with Thunderbolt in them in fact you find very few even very few desktops that have Thunderbolt 3 in there yeah. uh, even Intel ones uh, so this hopefully is a bit cheaper than implementing thunderbolt it's more platform agnostic so company so like an amd will feel comfortable uh you know supporting it and uh, you know so we'll see more you know more better adoption than we see with thunderbolt because it's not tied to one company to one platform in intel yeah that that's good obviously you know for for both Intel and AMD, it would be probably feel a little strange to have an AMD processor and then have an Intel-powered port on it. That's 
So for the manufacturers to get involved in that, yeah, I can see why there's not AMD <laughs> powered machines with with Thunderbolt in them. But yeah, this this brings the speed and the capability to the general the uh, the general case, which is good. So you said yep. you said we might start to see these late next year. Yeah, yeah. So don't hold your breath, but <laughs> it is. It is interesting to know, right? Yeah. Um, so something to keep an eye out for. I would, certainly wouldn't wait to buy to wait, hold delay any purchases to wait for this. That's what I was just gonna say. This this falls into your category of don't wait for it. If if you need a laptop, yeah. just do it. Oh yeah. Listen, you're not gonna see laptops with this for a very long time. And even when you do, this peripheral support will not be well. I guess yeah. if they support Thunderbolt three, then at least you're getting Thunderbolt three. But if you want that kind of connectivity today, you can get that 40 gigabit per second if you buy a laptop that has Thunderbolt 3 in it. So, you know, uh, yeah, I don't think, you know, it's going to be cool for the industry f over time to watch it, uh, to watch it be adopted, which I hope it will be. Uh, but it's it doesn't not going to have a great immediate impact on the users. Yeah, it, it'll be, I, I think in particular, like for me, the... Uh the smart switching capability versus like, it's like the old days, right? The difference between a USB hub and a USB switch <laughs> or the difference between yeah. an ethernet hub and an ethernet switch. Uh, a hub gave you 50, 50 versus a switch that was able to smart allocate. And so we're talking about yeah. the actual video versus data connection being, being smart allocation, which I love. So uh, you've got information on this, right? Yes. So visit TomTomHardware.com and you can see our uh, USB 4 Everything You Need to Know uh, article, which I wrote. Very cool. And I will, I will point out, I said it to you off air and I'll say it again now. I loved the uh, social media post I saw earlier that said, uh, uh, we don't know everything, but here's 2,000 words about what we do know. <laughs> yes, I'll give credit to our, our social media guy, Kenneth. Uh, who is just a great guy. And he asked me, he said, how many words is this? So I counted, it was like 1990 something. He's like, let's say 2000. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. I saw that and I, yeah. I laughed. I'm like that. That's a good share right there. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a win. Well, uh, as always, Avram, thank you for uh, bringing us information on uh, the insides of the computers. <laughs>